this is Anne. This is Ella. We're making an episode of Teen Plus Mum. Today we are going to talk about sex. Um, full disclosure, this is actually my job. I go into primary schools and talk, and sometimes high schools, and I talk to students about uh, what sex is and how babies are made and puberty and things like that. So this is, this is really my job. How are you feeling about today's podcast, Ella? Neutral, neutral feelings. Just kind of embarrassing. It's kind of, kind of embarrassing. Yep, fair enough. Um, I think it's really interesting, though, to hear what you think or how you react to the, to the things I say. So it's, it's fair enough. It's a bit embarrassing. Um, and we're going to stop if it, if it gets too weird. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is just a little bit of information from the Latrobe report. So this is a study every two years and it's about the sexual health uh, or sexual activity in high school students between years 10 and 12. Um, and they said in 2014, 69% of students year, years 10 to 12 had ha- have had some sort of sexual activity. So that's way more than... Half, 60, almost 70%. Um, in year 10, 23% of students has, have had sexual intercourse. In year 11, 34%. And by year 12, half of all students have had some sort of, uh, have had intercourse. So that's a lot of kids. That's half the kids by the end of school have had a sexual intercourse. Um, 25% of all those students that have had a sexual experience uh, have had an unwanted sexual experience. So that's a lot. It's a quarter of students who are sexually active have had an unwanted sexual experience. So I think it's really important that young people are able to talk about this. Well, you can't tell, but I'm nodding right now. Excellent. So information <laughs> is power. Excellent. Go, Ella. <laughs> um, now, when I talk about sex in schools... Um, because I'm kind of talking, well, what do you, what is sex? What do you think sex is, Bella? Um, putting the penis into the vagina. Excellent. That's what a lot of people say. Um, what if the couple were two women or two men? Is sex the same thing? Pretty much. Well, if it's two men, they don't have a vagina between them. Well, anal sex. Yeah, could be anal sex. So it's not necessarily penis into a vagina. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people say that, and that's the sort of sex that makes a baby. But sex can be other things. Sex could be talking or touching, kissing, all of those things are part of sex. Um, So sexual experience doesn't have to be penis going to a vagina, but that is the sort of sex that makes a baby. In schools, when we talk about sex, um, there are four rules of sex that we talk through. So we're going to go through the four rules that I say in class all the time. (laughs) The first one is sex is for grown-ups. How old is someone when they're a grown-up? 18. 18, yeah. Legally, they're a grown-up at 18 in lots of ways. 17 if you're a wizard. Right. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Different legal ages for wizardry. Yeah. Well, I guess it makes sense. So my rule in 
class is more about feeling like a grown-up because not everyone feels grown-up enough for a sexual relationship at 18. Um, and that's not what the law says about um, the age of consent either. So 18 is when we're legally a grown-up in lots of ways, but there's a different law called the age of consent law, uh, and it's different in every state. So we're going to talk through the age of consent law, Victoria, because we're in Victoria. It says um, when someone is under the age of 12 years old, they can't give their consent. Even if they say they want to, they can't give their consent. What do you think about that? That's, that's a good law. It's a good law. <laughs> Between 12 and 15, someone can give their consent, but it has to be with someone within two years of their own age. Yeah. Yep. So yes. you knew about that law? Yes. Why do you think there's a law like that? Because it's, it's weird to go and have sex with someone 20 years older than you. It is. It's a big age gap. If someone is 15 and the other person is 25, that's a really big age gap. Um, but it's not so big when someone is, you know, 30 and 40 because they're all grown-ups. But it's a really big age gap when someone is still growing up. Um, between 16 uh, and 17 years old, someone can have a sexual relationship but not with someone who's supposed to be caring for the person, so like a teacher or a youth worker or foster carer, those things. And after 17, um, there's no rules. So did, had you learned about those at school? Yes. They told you about the age of consent laws? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Any questions about those? Um, who made the rules? Who made the rules? Well, it's different in different states. And sometimes when I tell parents that well, someone between 12 and 15 can be in a sexual relationship and it's lawful, they think that's not right. They think it's very, very young. But I guess the laws are there to protect young people and make it not a crime to have a sexual relationship if they choose. So it's different in different states, but they're government laws. Okay. Um, second rule of sexual relationships is that sex happens in private um, and it stays private. Um, that's written in the law as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. you knew about that? Yeah. Why is there a rule about privacy? Because, again, it's really weird and creepy. <laughs> it's creepy to have to see someone else's sexual relationship. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. It's supposed to be private. And it's everyone's right to be able to go into a public place and not see someone's private relationship. So it protects everyone. And that's, that's maybe tough for young people if they don't have a private place and they want a sexual relationship. Maybe they think the car park or the beach is private. It's not. Um, but it's tough if you don't have a private place. Um, and sexual relationships are supposed to stay private. So in schools... Sometimes I say, do you think the internet is a public place or a private place? What do you think, Ellen? I think it's a very public place. It's a very public. Do you think any parts of the internet could be private? Uh, no. <laughs> no. So what about if you set, change your settings on Instagram to private? Does that make it private? But you still have followers. Yeah. And anyone can take those images out and put them somewhere else on the internet. 
You can screenshot stuff. You can screenshot stuff. So the internet is a public place. And unfortunately what has happened is that um, sometimes people have filmed sexual experiences without the other person knowing and put them on the internet. That's that's a crime. Yeah. Um, third Third's rule is that there has to be consent for sex to happen. What does consent mean? The other person has to agree to give to have sex. Yep, excellent. Um, and it's not one person asking the other really. It's they both agree that that's what they want to do, and there has to be consent every time sex happens, not just one time at the start of a relationship, but um, every single time. Um, and we were having a look the other day at that video, the cup of tea video where um, consent is like a cup of tea. Yeah. So you don't offer tea to someone who is unconscious. You might make someone a cup of tea and they might say they want it and then if they don't want it, that's fine to change your mind. So there's lots of things within consent uh, to talk about as well. Did they show you that at school, the cup of tea? They didn't show our class in particular, but they showed other people's classes. Did anyone say anything about it? Yeah. What did they say? They were making jokes about it. Um, what what sort of jokes? Funny jokes. Funny jokes that you don't want to tell me? No, don't. Because it's <laughs> teen stuff? Yeah, it is. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> right, fair enough. Okay. Um, but do you think it's weird when they talk about this sort of stuff at school? Is it embarrassing at school? Um... I feel like it would be for other schools, but it wasn't for ours. Okay. Mostly because we all made jokes about it. Okay. And we make jokes about everything. And the teachers don't mind if you make jokes about it? Well, teachers don't have to know that we're making jokes oh. about it. <laughs> so, so the teachers are <laughs> easy to um, trick. Okay. No, I think, I think <laughs> they know. I think they know. I think it should be expected. That you know, if you're going to talk about sex with young people, they're going to make jokes about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as they're respectful to each other, I think that's fine. Yeah. Fourth rule of sexual relationships is that it's not for people within within the same family, um, unless they are the grown-up couple of that family. For example, a family might be mum and dad and two kids. The grown-up couple in that family is mum and dad. Why do you think there's a rule like that? Isn't it because if your children have a child, then that child will become disabled? That's one reason, yep. So if two people are really closely genetically linked, like brother and sister, and they make a baby, um, there's a a strong possibility that genetic problems will be passed on to the baby. So that's one reason. Is there any other reason? Because it's weird. Because it's weird. It sure is. Uh, It's really weird. Uh, And the reason it's weird is that in a family, a power structure is already set up. So it's usually grown-ups at the top of the power structure making all the decisions and then older sibling has more power and control over younger siblings and it goes down in order like that. Um, 
a relationship is supposed to be about equals coming together. So you can't really get that in a family because their power structure is already there. So even if people aren't genetically related but they're living together as a family, that rule still applies. Yeah. It's not just about siblings being in sexual relationship. It's about parent and child as well. So it protects people in a family. Okay, so that's the four rules that I have about sexual relationships. They are for grown-ups. They happen in private. There has to be consent, and it's not for people in the same family. Um, I think that's a really good starting point to talking about sexual relationships. The other thing to say about sex is that it's supposed to be a good, normal, excellent, positive part of a grown-up relationship, and that's exactly what I would want for you. So, Ella, if you did now or any time in the future have any questions about sex or sexual relationships, who would you go and ask? Probably you or our cat. Would, would our cat Tommy be particularly helpful in the area of sexual relationships? He's a very strong, silent man. <laughs> I think he knows what he's doing <laughs> with his life. All right. He has a whole future planned out for himself. Yep. I suppose he's, he's easy to talk to if he's just <laughs> lying there asleep. So maybe that's a good person. What about friends? Would you talk to friends? I think so, yeah. Would they talk to you, do you think? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Maybe. What about teachers at school? Would you go and talk to them? Uh, no. That relationship? No. No? What about... Your brother or sister? No. No. <laughs> what about your dad? Maybe. Maybe. Thanks for talking to me. I know it's a bit embarrassing, um, but I think it's really interesting to talk about. Um, and next week, next time, we're going to talk about drugs. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bella. Thanks, Mum. Bye.